Sam Bennett to the New Jersey Devils. I've been hearing a lot of rumors. Didn't we try to do a trade for him last season? And how did that go? And also, how is the NHL handling COVID? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up, and I hope you guys are enjoying your Saturday morning. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 2.04 p.m. Eastern Time, February the 5th, 2021 at the time of this recording. So by the time this episode goes up, it'll be Saturday. So I hope you guys are enjoying your Saturday off. And let's talk about the New Jersey Devils and hockey as a whole. So if you hadn't checked out the last couple episodes, I basically did a crossover with Jared Ellis of Locked On Hurricanes. And, you know, we had an array of discussions. We talked about the Stanley Cup predictions. We talked about the Super Bowl predictions. And quite honestly, I don't know who's going to win tomorrow. That's up to you guys guys to decide so uh you know give or take I've only bet against Tom Brady once as I stated and that was because they were playing the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl and I was living in Philadelphia at the time and I really just wanted to go to the Super Bowl parade so that's the only time I bet against them and uh also uh, we talked about like our respective goalies. We talked about how the Hurricanes are stacking up in the Central Division, how the Devils are stacking up in the East Division. So the Hurricanes, even though they lost to the Blackhawks uh, yesterday, uh, remember this is uh, Friday at the time of this recording. Uh, you know the the Hurricanes are still doing relatively well, and you know still sit atop of their respective division. Whereas the Devils are middle of the pack in the East Division. And I just said like uh, the thing out East is that you know it, it's just a tough division. So you know what what more can we do? But Anyway, let's talk about this episode. So I want to do a little bit of a revisit uh, because I, I talked about it briefly in a couple episodes or the last episode, I forget when, but you know, Tom Fitzgerald possibly going to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So let me give you guys some background information as to why that rumor kind of came up. So uh, the Penguins GM, Jim Rutherford, announced about a week ago that he was stepping down as the GM for the Pittsburgh Penguins, citing that there was personal reasons that came up and you know he felt like it was his best interest to not be the GM anymore and obviously this shocked the hockey world because it just came out of nowhere and you know I, everything has been crazy the past uh, year or so and just to hear that announcement just come out of like thin air no build up because obviously everyone knew that the Penguins weren't going to be doing as well as you know people thought they were I thought that they would finish above the New Jersey Devils and you know I, I'm maybe not exactly be favorites to come out of the east or you know even go far in the playoffs but at the same time I expected them to you know be better than the Devils and uh, obviously they were like uh, middle of the pack similar to the Devils so you know I was just like okay there's no need to you know wave the red flag or whatever the case might be but uh, Rutherford just said no I'm stepping down and obviously uh, the search for a GM for the Pittsburgh Penguins began and uh, at the top of their list was Tom Fitzgerald and as I mentioned in a couple episodes ago Tom Fitzgerald does have some history with the uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins remember he won the 2009 Stanley Cup as their director of player development with that organization so obviously those rumors started to swirl and Tom Fitzgerald wasn't just like you know top of their list he was like top top of their list like number one and 
obviously the New Jersey Devils said, no, we're not going to grant you an interview because the Devils have to grant uh, Fitzgerald to, you know, do that interview if he wanted to leave the team because he is under contract with them, you know, for a couple seasons. So, uh, like I told you guys a couple episodes ago, I wasn't going to entertain that nonsense because I just knew that Fitzgerald wasn't going to be leaving because, let's face it, he's actually building something pretty nice in New Jersey. And uh, for what he's been given, the Devils are a middle-of-the-pack team. I know that there's uh, certain circumstances, like they're going to be playing the same few teams throughout the entire year. There's a lot of less games than there would be in a normal 82-game season. But at the same time, the Devils are making strides forward. So, you know, I just didn't want to entertain that nonsense and just be like, yeah, yeah, he's going to be leaving or he might be leaving. I was just like, no, 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 it's not going to happen. So, you know what? That's what I just wanted to tell you guys. I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I just wanted to provide a little more detail. And, you know, that's why I'm not going to do a full-fledged episode about it. It's because it's just it's not worth talking about and it's just not worth entertaining news like that. And, uh, you know, there's other news and more exciting, like, silly trade scenarios to talk about, including Sam Bennett. And I think we're going to talk about that in a future episode because I think things are going down between Bennett and the Flames because I believe he was benched for a game. And similar to the Pierre-Luc Dubois scenario, this could be uh, signaling the end of his tenure with the Calgary Flames. They might be looking for a suitor to take him on. And if you guys remember last season, there were rumors, uh, you know, going around that the Flames offered New Jersey Bennett and Noah Hannafin for Taylor Hall and Sammy Votnin. Obviously, the Devils decided to decline that trade, and it didn't go through. And uh, I guess the trade talks for that kind of scenario kind of died out. So Bennett will be a restricted free agent after this season. And is currently being paid two million five hundred fifty thousand dollars for this year. So. Obviously, his contract is cheap, and uh, Hannafin was an all-star in 2018, but I think the asking price was a little too high for Taylor Hall, and I think that's why the Devils just said, absolutely not, we're not going to you know, give you Taylor Hall for that kind of value. Then again, we did trade Taylor Hall for essentially three young guys and two draft picks, one being a first-round pick in 2020 and a conditional third-round pick in 2021. So, yeah, a little iffy right there. So, I need your guys' opinion. So, like, obviously, uh, the trade happened, like, close to a year ago, and Taylor Hall is out of our hair and is now out of the Arizona Coyotes hair by playing with the Buffalo Sabres, which is not a good team right now. And um, I, I need to ask you guys, uh, if we had to do it over again, would you trade Taylor Hall and uh, Sammy Votnin for Hannafin and Bennett? Or would you do the trade with the Coyotes? Are you satisfied with that kind of scenario by trading him for a few young guys and a couple of draft picks? So, you know, that's uh, basically the question I have for you guys. Because, like I said, Hannafin was an all-star. And I believe he can help contribute to our young team. Same with Bennett. Bennett is not an all-star, but his numbers are pretty solid. So it's just like, I think he would be able to contribute. But, you know, obviously, I'm sure the Devils had a lot of trade packages. And I think this was what they felt like best fit. So I'm a little torn by that. So, like, do you trade them uh, for young players and unproven players that aren't even drafted yet? Or do you trade him for young players that are already proven, but have they already reached their potential? Or how much farther can you push them? That's always uh, difficult when you have to trade away, you know, one of your best players when you're a rebuilding organization. It's never easy. So it's give or take in that scenario. But now that Sam Bennett is available, presumably, uh, you know, would that be possible for the Devils to maybe try that trade over again? I really don't know because, it, uh, you know, the ASCII price last year was like Taylor Hall and Sammy Votnin. Obviously, we still have Sammy Votnin, but 
who can, uh, you know, match up to Taylor Hall in terms of like, you know, skill and also uh, just uh, money value. That That's my uh, question. So that that's a little difficult to answer and uh, I, I don't think it'll happen. But, you know, it's, it's possible. It's very possible, but not likely because it's just like the Devils, we don't really have tradable assets for the time being. But you know what? The only place that it could work out is NHL 21. So, you know, if you still play that video game, then, you know, give it a shot, you know, Send me your best trade scenarios on Locked On Devils, and I'll see if that's actually possible to do in real life. Remember, you have to turn the salary cap on and do not do forced trades, okay? So uh, that that's what I like to do when I play NHL 21 because I like to make it feel like I'm a real GM. And for me, I, I just prefer to get the players that are already proven now because who knows? Maybe you could push them to go even further. But obviously, that was all just a rumor. I'm sure maybe there were some draft picks involved, but uh, the article that I read didn't uh, uh, mention any draft picks so uh obviously i can't just speculate on that but anyway sam bennett to the new jersey devils it's possible but you know i don't think it's likely because you know like i said we're sellers we don't really have any tradable assets but uh with the way our season's going so far maybe we can be in the playoffs and maybe we can be uh come buyers once again but we'll see what happens because the season is still relatively young and we still have not played a game in uh almost a week so uh today was supposed to be a game day against the rangers but obviously that's not going to happen if you need some more reference as to who Sam Bennett is as a player. Uh, he's 24 years old. He's been in the league for a few years since uh, 2015. He was drafted by the Calgary Flames back in 2014 with the fourth overall selection. His best season would have to be his 2015-2016 uh, campaign in which he had 36 points. He had 18 goals and 18 assists. And as for uh, Hannafin, as I stated, Hannafin was an all-star back in 2018. He's won gold with the United States in 2014 uh, for the U-17 Hockey Challenge and also the World U-18 Championship. And uh, his best season would have to be his 2018-2019 campaign, so a couple seasons ago in which he had only five goals but 28 assists for a grand total of 33 points. So, you know, there's that in 80 games played. So, uh, obviously, like I said, two solid young guys. One guy who's a proven all-star, the other guy who was a fourth overall selection and, you know, puts up solid numbers. And, uh, you know, nothing really, like, I guess, uh, makes Sam Bennett, like, stand out per se. But at the same time, you know, just a solid player. So, like... In uh, 364 games played in the NHL, he has 63 goals, 65 assists for a grand total of 128 points. So, you know, there's that. But obviously, this is a big what-if scenario. It's similar to the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade. I don't know what's going down. I haven't seen too many rumors quite yet. And you know what? Maybe I'm just blowing this out of proportion. But I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe the Devils could revisit maybe making that trade with the Calgary Flames once again because... Uh, you know, those are two young, solid guys, and uh, with uh, the young guys that we already have here in New Jersey, maybe we can, uh, you know, build something special. I don't know, but if I'm the Devils, I wouldn't, you know, count out selling quite yet. See how we do by the trade deadline, and, you know, if we're still in the middle of a pack, if we're still in that fifth or sixth position or even the fourth position or above, God uh, willing, then, uh, yeah, you, you might want to buy a, a young player or two so that way we can have them. Uh, you know, remain with our organization because, like I said, Bennett would be a restricted free agent. And I think Fitzy, being the GM he is, would try anything in his power to keep him. And as for Hannafin, he would remain with our organization for a good while. So after this season, we would still have him, hypothetically, for three more seasons. Because back in August of 2018, he signed a six-year, $29.7 million deal with the Flames. So, you know, his contract is a bit of expensive. 
But in my honest opinion, I think his career is on the rise, if you're asking me. And I think the uh, Flames were smart to sign him to that long because his numbers are actually pretty solid, as I mentioned. And, you know, he was an all-star, so... I don't, I don't know what more we could do, but as I said, I'm revisiting an old trade scenario that happened last year, and there's no guarantee that Fitzy is even looking to make a trade like that. I'm just saying it's possible, but like I said, I don't know who we would give up because, like I said, the asking price last year was Taylor Hall, and uh, this year we don't have Taylor Hall, obviously. We don't really have that, you know, set player who was a, a consistent uh, all-star kind of thing. We have Subban, but Subban is washed. Obviously, you know, there's other players that come into mind, but I don't think uh, the Devils are looking to trade any of their young guys anytime soon, especially with how well they've been performing this season. You know where I'm going to take that bet? I'm going to take that bet to betonline.ag to see if maybe is there any possibility that we could get Sam Bennett and if maybe the Devils can improve on their season and become favorites to make the playoffs but anyway let's move on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i think it's time for the first live read this morning Alrighty, now are we ready for some more hockey are you enjoying the season so far because the season is in full swing and as always there's some big matchups to look forward to the nfl regular season is over and also the playoffs are pretty much done it just comes down to two teams the chiefs and the bucks and it's becoming clear who might become the next super bowl champion or i hope it's remaining clear that's for you guys to decide so there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust go to betonline.ag sign up for today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for 50 percent welcome bonus nfl games of the week are usually talked about college football top games current headlines and sports that's what they'll usually talk about it, they can always flip it around nba nhl mlb whatever the case might be so don't sit on the sideline anymore get in on the action don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook expert and also check out the social media page visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag betonline get with it and get in the action everybody chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourself first rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login do you want to know the best part rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park consumers online for 20 plus years Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck 
right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com okay let's talk about hockey just for a bit and i just mean hockey as a whole so obviously guys this season is hectic to say the least i know i've said this so many times but uh just the past couple of hours i've been seeing on twitter things of that nature because i believe the avalanches games have been postponed uh similar to the new jersey devils for almost like a week i believe their games are postponed through february 11th and i'm seeing a lot of tweets i'm seeing a lot of uh suggestions coming up saying why are we doing hockey why are we continuing to do this the season's going to be hectic what are we going to do well here's the thing guys uh, listen this season is not going to be easy we knew this coming into it like there's going to be some problems there's going to be you know hurt there's going to be just growing pains with how this season is being conducted especially since we're playing 56 games we're only playing uh, our divisional opponents game in and game out i know that could get boring and repetitive after a while but would you rather have that or just no hockey in general so uh, my thing here's my opinion with how the league is handling covid I think they're doing the best that they can because it, we can't do what basketball does. We can't really like social distance, if you know what I mean. So like uh, if you watch some of the NBA games, they have the players socially distance on a bench and obviously they're all wearing masks. Uh, like uh, there's no high-fiving after the game. I believe the NFL did something similar in which they just said no uh, jersey swaps at the end of the game, which makes no sense because you could touch the player, you could like sweat on a player, whatever the case might be during the course of the game, but you can't meet up after the game just to say hey for a few seconds. You know, that doesn't really make sense to me. But anyway, I'm not the commissioner. So in my honest opinion, I think hockey should continue to keep going because, look, we as a country, or I don't know what country you're listening to this in, let's face it, we've made strides to, you know, beat COVID and just try to overcome the pandemic and just try to live our daily lives. Yes, not everything is normal. Yes, not everything is what we want it to be for the time being. But look how much farther we've came because we're coming up on the one-year anniversary in which this kind of became a thing and which everyone was so concerned about we all had to go into quarantine everything was pretty much shut down from businesses to sports whatever the case might be so I, I believe we're making strides each and every day just to be better and you know maybe I might be alone in this look look we cannot cancel a season guys that's way easier said than done it, it, it can't happen because uh that's how you lose money and in fact if you remember the NHL uh we pushed our season back a couple more weeks because we were having financial issues and the commissioner the GMs, the Players Association, they all had to get together because the plan that they had planned out from July wouldn't hold up due to the amount of estimations that you know were way off in terms of how much finance they would lose so some teams are losing a lot of uh, finance due to no fans being in attendance now I'm not sure the situation out in like states like let's say like Texas because I think Texas is allowing you know a small group of fans into um, you know the arena so I, I believe the Dallas Stars are allowing fans in attendance maybe I don't know can someone confirm that with me I haven't really checked because uh, you know when I'm looking at like you know basketball I see that the Houston Rockets allow fans in attendance I see like, you know, uh, the team in Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers are allowing fans to attend. And as Curtis Gabriel said in the tweet that he sent me when he was promoting his appearance on the show, he said, it's so weird to see fans in attendance because I used one of his uh, goals as my promo clips. And you know what? He's right. It's just so weird seeing fans in attendance. It, it seems like it's a little abnormal when I'm seeing like videos or old highlights of whatever sports teams I'm watching. And I see that there's fans in attendance. I'm like, wait a minute. Why aren't they wearing a mask? Why aren't they socially distanced? I keep remembering, oh, this was before the pandemic. And it's just so weird to see because 
this is what I've become accustomed to, and I've been watching sports for years, and we're not even a year, uh, you know, at the anniversary of, you know, this pandemic, and already I'm just saying, like, oh, right, I have to go out, I have to put on a mask, I have to go out and do this, I have to stay socially distanced, uh, you know, I'm playing my sport, uh, baseball in college, and I have to be aware that the scheduling is going to be a little hectic, and the games are not guaranteed because a team can cancel at any given moment, or when I'm just doing play-by-play for hockey, I have to know that the game that I'm assigned for could get canceled at any moment. So, you know, I got to remember that. And yes, guys, I know nothing is normal. I know it seems a little weird to continue, but maybe I might be alone in this. I believe that the NHL should continue with their season. And you know what? If there's an issue, if there is an outbreak, then you know what? Just push it back, okay? Because that's a little more flexible to do versus canceling a season because you'll lose a lot of sponsorships. You'll lose a lot of money. You could lose your TV deal. In fact, the uh, NHL, similar to other sports like NASCAR, will not be shown on NBC Sports. It, that's shutting down. So the NHL is already in a financial crisis as we speak, let alone they're losing their major television deal in NBC. So, you know, they're already kind of behind the eight ball because. Uh, you know, you look at baseball, you look at basketball, you know, you can find both of those sports on like ESPN or uh, other networks, but you won't be able to find uh, hockey on ESPN like that on that major platform. Because if you guys remember my interview with Craig Custance about a month ago, he said that, you know, those networks don't really have the rights to hockey, which is why no one talks about it. It's not that they don't care. It's just they don't really have the rights to talk about it. So, uh, for the NHL, just continue with your season. I, I, I know this is the uh, unpopular opinion. I know people are saying, Trey, we need to remain safe. We need to do this. We need to do that. But let me put it to you guys this way. We'll be even farther behind the eight ball if we cancel a season. Because it, do you guys want to remember 2005 in which there was no season? I bet you guys forgot about that, okay? So if we cancel this season, it'll affect next season, and there could be a strike, and then the following year, there could be no season once again. So you, you guys, you, you got to know the logistics of this. And, you know, this is why I like taking business management because I'm able to learn stuff like this from a different perspective. So, you guys, I, I, I just want to say that, and I just want to put that out there. I'm not trying to go against anything. I'm not trying to say that this is uh, taken out of proportion. I'm not trying to downplay the pandemic. I'm just saying my personal opinion, we should just continue and fight through it and march through it because we've come this far marching through it. Why stop now, okay? We're about to get back to normality. Obviously, there's a vaccine out. It'll take a while before we all can go out without wearing masks, before we all can just go back into arenas and jam pack it and you know be loud. But at the same time, Patience, everyone. Patience. There's going to be growing pains. That's all I have to say. So, yeah, let's uh, begin the second live read this morning. I need some energy, so you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take a Bilt Bar, so let's continue with the show. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You need to know more about Bilt Bar? Let me tell you something about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheese, cheesecake, carrot cake, apple, almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to 
make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you will get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it, so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. Well, guys, we kind of approached the end of this episode, and I apologize if I had to jam-pack some of the ads together. It's just because that Sam Bennett discussion took a lot longer than I anticipated to take, and uh, I just want to inform you guys, yesterday I put a poll on Twitter on Locked On Devils, so would you want the uh, New Jersey Devils to make a run at Sam Bennett? 50% of you said yes. The other 50% of you said no, so you guys are no help in that regards. At least it's like dead even. So, like I told you guys, I guess I'm 50-50 as well in terms of maybe Sam Bennett coming for the New Jersey Devils because it's like, who would we have to give up? That's my main question. And obviously, in that kind of scenario, I'm just a little torn because I don't want to give up really anyone because trading someone is never easy unless you're like Taylor Hall and you just made it uh, you know, well-known Say, listen, I'm most likely I'm not coming back. I'm frustrated with the organization. I'm frustrated with how we're going this season so get me the hell out of here so you know unless you're like that then it's like okay okay uh, don't let the door hit you on your way out but anyway uh going back to what i was talking about the nhl like i said i'm not trying to downplay the situation i'm not trying to say that it's not a big deal i'm just saying we got to continue to fight and you know march through it because you uh you know you don't get over hell you get through hell and you know it's never easy it's never um you know simple we cannot take the road of easy or the path of the painless you know that's just how it is but uh anyway that's about all the time i have for you guys today my closing thoughts is i cannot wait for the new jersey devils to return to play next week against the pittsburgh Penguins. I'm looking forward to that series. The Devils will be well rested. Blackwood will be back. Hopefully a lot of our other players will be back. And as confirmed by the NHL, most of the players that go onto the protocol list are not uh, positive confirmed. So that's some good news. That means most of the New Jersey Devils who are on the COVID protocol list do not have a positive case. It's for precaution reasons, as I stated in my episode a couple days ago. So you know what? If you need some good news on your Saturday, there it is. So I repeat, most of the NHL players that are on the COVID protocol list, they're for precaution reasons, not because they have a positive case. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. So thanks for listening.